Hello, and welcome to Cross Point Church's podcast. We are here to reveal God in everyday ways that help people like you. Whether you are a Christian or not, we believe that God is not far from any one of us, and He wants to be found. You don't have to look a certain way or have it all together to become one of us. We don't have it all together either. But we do have hope in the one who does. Jesus loved everyone, no matter who they were or what they had done. We want to be just like that. If you want to connect with us, just stay after the message. We'll tell you how. Good morning, good morning. How are you? It's so very good to see you and be with you. Just like, this is perfect, right? Little kids just running around. That's what today is about. Uh, my name is Andrew Groff. I'm one of the pastors that gets to serve here at Cross Point Church. If you are new with us today, of which there are several visiting for such an occasion, we are so glad that you are here with us to participate in the celebration of life, the celebration of our children in this child dedication service. Uh, some of you who are uh, having your child dedicated this morning, it's your first child. This is your first rodeo, your first go-around. And for some of you, it's your, what is it, 18th, 19th year working on? I think they're making a show about you on TLC. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. So especially if it's your first child, right, some of the things I'm about to say you might have said prior to having children, but these are the top five things that non-parents predict about when they have their own kids. Ready for this? And just feel free to raise your hand if you're like, oh yeah, I said that. My kids will never be allowed to throw a tantrum in a public place. We won't put up with it. My kids will be respectful and kind to every person they interact with. I will never allow my kids to have more screen time than is healthy for them. I'll tell you what, man. Sugar, McDonald's, my kids will eat healthy at every meal and learn to love fruits and vegetables far more than desserts. And the final thing that non-parents predict about when they have kids, I will train my children to be angelic sleepers and therefore I will be fully rested and won't live in a zombie-like state that I see so many other parents living which is why a parent's favorite verse is Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Right? Amen. We all say amen. Right? We have child dedication service on this particular Sunday because nationally in the United States, this is Sanctity of Life Sunday, where we celebrate the miracle that God does when he creates and knits together in the womb Starting from conception, this life that will be <clears throat> formulated in there, all these parts developed over the course of nine months and then born and given to us as parents, a gift from the Lord to hold, to treasure, and to train towards him. We believe in the sanctity of life at Cross Point Church. We believe that God's image is stamped on every person. There's the parable of Jesus and the tax is, they ask him, Jesus, who should we pay taxes to? Caesar, should we pay taxes? And Jesus says, whose stamp is on that coin? And what, and what, is, what do they say? They say, Caesar's. And Jesus says, give to Caesar, what is Caesar's? Give him that coin. But give to God, what is God's? Because whose stamp is on you? It is God's stamp. 
You are made in the image of God from the time that you are conceived until the time that you go and be with him and then for eternity. You are stamped with his image in Genesis 1.27. says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We also believe that God creates life in the womb, that he is the knitter of life, and that life begins the moment that child is conceived. Psalm 139, 13 through 14. For you formed me in my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And we believe that Jesus Christ, King Jesus, is the creator of all things. He is the sustainer of all things. Nothing happens on this earth without, without his say-so. And the only reason that life continues is because his face is graciously turned and shown upon us, right? Jesus is the end-all and be-all of all things. When you hold that child, especially for those of you, this was your first child, when they were born and you get to hold them for the first time, is there anything like the joy of a newborn child being held in your arms? The life and joy, write that song, uh, Because He Lives, right? The life and joy that a newborn child brings in. This is the exact kind of life and joy that God wants for all of us and that he feels when we choose to follow him. God sent his son to die on this cross to be the payment for the penalty of our sins as we rebel against God. And there is no greater joy in heaven and on earth and in all of God's majesty than when a lost soul comes to know him and joins the eternal kingdom and family forever. As parents, this is the kind of joy <laughs> that we want to emulate with our children, right? And what we feel towards our children is but a shadow of what God feels towards us. But that's our mission and calling as parents, right? I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to get to that in just a second. I want to talk about child dedication, what we're doing today. You'll notice if you're a regular tender, we don't normally do this little gig at the front of the service, this little sermon thing, right? Well, I'm just speaking just for a few more minutes so you can, you can relax, and then we're going to get to seeing all the cute kids paraded up here. But I do want to talk for a second about why we even do child dedication. What is this that we're doing here today, right? Is, is this salvation? No. Salvation comes through Christ alone in faith in him alone. And you can't decide that when you're three months old, right? You don't get to make that decision for yourself. So what we're doing today has nothing to do with salvation or their relationship with the Lord. This is a symbolic gesture, very similar to baptism. Baptism is not a salvation act. You are not saved by being dipped in the water and coming back up or having water sprinkled on you. You are saved through faith alone and Christ alone. But baptism is the symbol of showing the world. I have decided unapologetically and I am unafraid to declare that I follow Jesus Christ, my king, right? And so similar is child dedication. He's just like sleeping right in his chest. I got to wrap up so we can get him up here. Okay. <laughs> so cute. Right? Child dedication is this symbolic act. It's a ceremonial gesture. 
right? As parents, because you're here and taking this step of dedicating your children before the Lord, you've already committed to raising your child towards him, right? That doesn't start right here. In the same way, baptism, salvation doesn't start at that moment. Even when you come down front to an altar call, your salvation and faith in the Lord doesn't come when you come down here, kneel, and pray the prayer. It starts in that seat when you make the choice, right, to get up and say, I want to follow him. So similar is child dedication. You are declaring before the world and before this church that we commit We're telling everybody that we want to raise this child in the ways of Jesus Christ, our King. And right, saying it publicly so that you all, as the church, commit to holding them accountable to that if they fall in their ways and helping them do that with their child, right, being that example. We'll say some pledges and declarations later on that I want you, as the church, to commit to as well and how we're going to help raise this child as a village, right? So that is why we do child dedication, because we want to declare before everybody that we commit to raising this child in the Lord. And then finally, I told you it was short. Finally, I want to give a word, just a quick encouragement to the new parents and to all parents. She's getting a little fussy, I know. Got to get her in line before. I'm just kidding. She's, whatever she does is thinks she can't do anything wrong. She's perfect. You can do this. Parenting is a high calling. (laughs) And it is not an easy job. But you can do this. We are promised over and over in Scripture that if you follow the Lord, He is faithful and good to you and will give you everything you need to be equipped for the calling to which He has called you. Right, And that is true in everything in life. And as a parent, you are called to raise that child and nurture this treasure, this gift that you have in the Lord. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. In an elder deacon meeting yesterday morning, and we read that very verse and talked about this idea of a calling of where God has put you in your life and your spheres of influence that he has given to you to magnify and glorify his name before men. And as parents, there is not a more important sphere of influence than your home and your family. And so as you treasure Christ above all others, your first mission field is to show your children that treasure. That as much as you love them, and we tell our kids this too, like, we love you, but you're not our first love. Our first love is Jesus Christ, who is our king and our treasure. And while we treasure our children, we want to teach them to treasure Christ more than anything else. That is your primary calling in life. And you can do it. You are not alone in this. Not only do you have this village around you who wants to support and uplift you, Jesus Christ has sent the advocate, the Holy Spirit, that if you believe and follow his ways, he is right there alongside you, helping you, right? You don't have to worry about messing your kid up for the future. Raise your hand if you're a parent and you're like, I don't know, 
Like, I think we're going to have some prison visits in our future. I just, I sense it. Right. And I make light of that. But that's some of your story. God does not guarantee that every one of our children will follow him. But you as a parent can be sure that the Holy Spirit will guide you if you remain rooted in him and how to train this child right. And then the hardest thing of all, right, you give it to the Lord and you say, God, as in all things, I trust you. You are the sovereign ruler over the universe. And whatever you want to do with my child in your will, I trust you. How many of you parents have had dreams about something happening to your child? And you wake up in a cold sweat and it's all you can do to go like run and jump in their bed and just snuggle with them. Melissa Gus is like, I did it last night with Haley. She's 18, 17 years old and doesn't matter. I'm hugging her. The hardest things we do as parents is to give that gift right back to the Lord and say, I trust you with what you want to do with my child. But you can do it. All right. I'm done. Let's get on to the good stuff. I'm going to pray. We're going to sing one more song. Hey, thanks for listening to today's message. We hope you were encouraged, and we'd like to personally invite you to attend one of our services here at Cross Point Church. We meet every Sunday at 11,000 West Oklahoma Avenue in the great city of West Dallas. Our people are warm and welcoming, and we're all learning what it means to follow Jesus together. You can learn more about us at crosspointwestdallas.com, where you'll find more episodes of our podcast. You can watch past services on our YouTube channel, and we live stream every Sunday at 10 a.m. Until then, thank you for listening to Crosspoint Church.